Here's the question. How do you create a lifestyle of energy and vitality without all of the anxiety that comes with trying to be perfect? From hormones to sleep to mindset and lifestyle, I've got you covered. This is Burnout to Breakthrough. Welcome to the Burnout to Breakthrough podcast. My name is Dr. Eric Shoemake. Today's episode is, Why Am I So Lethargic and Brain Foggy? Yes, my friend, we are going to talk about energy, brain fog, and anxiety today. Uh, This came from a conversation I had with a good friend of mine. So shout out to Rob Z. We were on a ride yesterday, and, and he was saying, hey, man, I've been listening to your podcast, and man, that's so me. And I just, I was curious. I'm like, what, what is so you? Like, what's, what's speaking to you? And he's like, well, I'm, I, I'm definitely that guy. Uh, you know, you, you want things to be perfect. You want to get things done. Um, and, and he's like, I, I don't know that I'm a, a type A personality. So I don't, I don't think it's maybe just type A. It's like, it's just people that want to get things done and make things happen. Right. And he said, so I'm hard on myself. You know, we were talking back and forth and, and just, you know, talking about, ang- you know, anxiety and, and stuff that, you know, we've be- dealt with. So I guess what I wanted to start with is like, who am I talking to on this podcast and why is it called Burnout to Breakthrough? The reason it's called Burnout to Breakthrough is because I went through my own adrenal burnout and neurotransmitter burnout a few years ago where I burned the candle at both ends. Um, I was always working and, and he, he was saying yesterday, he's like, and I think I went through that when I was like 30, I was working like 60 hours a week. And I told him, I'm like, I've never worked 60 hours a week, um, but I still went through it. And he, he had a good point. He's like, well, if you're thinking about work, you're working. And I'm like, man, that's so true. Then that, that was me. Like, I, I was always thinking about it. And what I was saying is, like, I, I always am trying to get better, right? So I'm, I'm working so hard on getting better. I'm missing what's going on right in front of me a lot of times. And that just really fried me. So, and it takes a toll on your brain and your body, which is what I'm, I'm going to go into today. I want to show you why, right? Because if you start to understand why you're feeling anxiety or why you're feeling brain fog or, or you're lethargic or tired, then you can, you can start to fix the situation. So I'm going to ask you a question at the end that can start to turn this thing in the right direction. So, so I'm going to talk about your adrenals. Um, I've gotten a few emails from people recently that have, have been saying, hey, I, I know I'm dealing with fatigue and burnout, adrenal fatigue and burnout. Um, what do I do? So let me talk about what causes this thing first. So we'll hit both of the, the, the lethargy and the brain fog. So What's going to cause this burnout or this this anxiety or this you know adrenal fatigue that we call it? Uh, the first thing that's going to cause that is high stress over time, and it's as simple as that. High stress over time. It could be stress that you put on yourself, and a lot of times this is self inflicted. Um, so high stress over time, and then a lot of times what happens is some type of trauma that will trigger. A, a real kind of downward spiral for burnout. I don't mean you can't get out of bed in the morning, although that does happen. Um, I've seen people that like have a hard time getting out of bed. Um, it's just, you start to like, you don't feel like yourself anymore. And you're one, you got that WTF moment where you're like, man, I used to be able to handle pressure. And now I feel like I'm falling apart or I'm feeling like I have anxiety that I didn't used to have. That's a, that's a really common thing I hear from people is like, Hey, I'm anxious now. I've never had anxiety before. Now I'm having like weird panic attacks or I'm waking up anxious or I'm, I'm feeling nervous or, you know, I'm waking up dreading the day and I never felt that way before. I'm getting more negative. That's another thing. You know, like I'm, I feel more negative and less optimistic than I used to be. And I'm telling you that is a, there's a reason for that and it has to do with your neurotransmitter. So when you have high levels of stress and then sometimes some type of trauma, and then this could be physical trauma, like an accident, a loss of a job, loss of a parent, uh, you know, death in the family, divorce, something like that can just kind of throw you over the edge. So what happens in under periods of high stress is your adrenal glands, this is the science behind it, they, they sit right on top of your kidneys, and they secrete this hormone called cortisol, okay? 
Cortisol is your stress hormone. It's the way you deal with stress. So when you have uh, high levels of stress, you're going to have high levels of cortisol. Now, unfortunately, when you have high levels of cortisol, a lot of other systems in your body start to shut down. All right. So they're not important at this moment because what your body thinks is, hey, I'm running from a bear or a lion right now. So I need all the stress hormone I can get. It's not important to digest. It's not important. Like certain brain chemicals aren't nearly as important. So you start to get wired for stress and anxiety much more than you get wired for peace, right? And just, you know, peace of mind and being present. So this cortisol, your cortisol levels go up. Now, when your cortisol levels go up, that is going to affect your circadian rhythms, which is why you get, you have interrupted sleep. So you're not getting quality sleep. Even if you're sleeping, you know, six, seven hours a night, you're not getting quality sleep. And that's where a lot of the lethargy comes from. You're tired a lot. So we call this wired and tired. So you're tired in the morning when you wake up because your cortisol levels can actually get flip-flop there. They should be high in the morning because you want to be alert in the morning and they should be low at night. But what happens is you get the opposite. So you get high levels of cortisol at night, which makes it hard to go to sleep. So you have this racing brain. You tell me if I'm talking to anybody. Like your brain won't shut off, right? Like you're, you want to go to sleep, but your brain just won't turn off. And in the morning, you're tired. Like it's hard to get your feet and put them on the floor. That's, that's what we call wired and tired. So you're wired when you should be tired, and you're tired when you should be wired, right? So that's, that's what happens. And that's a cortisol issue. So that's, that's where you're, that's where the, the, lethar, the, the, the lethargic thing comes in. Now, where does the brain fog come in? Well, when you're, when your cortisol levels are high, your neurotransmitters, which are the chemicals in your brain, those also get skewed. All right. And those get affected. So the ones I'm talking about are things like serotonin and dopamine and GABA, right? Those things all get affected. And when you, when you, when those get affected, you're going to get usually wired for more anxiety right? So you have more anxiety than you used to have. And you're going to have this apathetic slash negative attitude towards a lot of things that you didn't used to have. And this is what I'll hear from a lot of people. I got an email from someone recently. I said, hey, I'm feeling a lot more apathetic towards things, you know, and this could be towards your relationships, towards your job, towards a lot of different things. Um, so, you know, what do I do about that and what's causing it? And what's causing it is, is nine times out of 10 is going to be this, this neurotransmitter issue. So it's a chemical issue. So hopefully that makes sense. The cortisol is the problem, right? So you have high levels of stress because you have high levels of cortisol. Another thing that happens when your cortisol levels are all over the place is your immune system suffers. So when I, one of my first signs that I was, I was dealing with this burnout situation was, um, I was, I got, I got sick a lot. So I, I would get a cold or a flu and I would keep it for like three or four weeks. And, and this never happened to me before. I had, I went probably 10 years without getting anything. And then my immune system just couldn't work because my cortisol levels were so jacked up. So I want to take a step back for, you know, just a second now. And, and this is what we were talking about on, a, on the bike ride yesterday is it's a sign. If you're feeling the way you're feeling, it's a sign. And you've heard me ask, talk about in the, one of the past podcasts, like what's your anxiety trying to tell you? It's usually trying to tell you that something's not sustainable in your life anymore. Like it's time to move on, try time to do something different. So it's a sign. Your body is trying to tell you to pump the brakes. It doesn't mean retire from your job. It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, move into the middle of the woods and be secluded. It's telling you, Hey, give yourself a break, right? Like calm it down for a minute. And I, I was reading a book, uh, this a couple years ago, but I've, I've done some studying on, um, by a guy named Richard Rohr and Richard Rohr. He's, he's awesome. And he talks about the second half of life. He wrote a book called falling upward. And he says in the second half of life is where you, you lose the ego. So, uh, Rob and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, 
the first half of life, the first half of your life is all about like kind of your, your small self and your ego. And that's fine because it needs to be that way. And if you think about it when you're young, when you're in your teens and when you're in your twenties, you're like, it's all about achieving something. It's all about making something happen. It's a useful thing, right? Because you want to get a job and you want to get married. You want to establish yourself. You want to make some money. You want to get secure. You want to do all of those things. And that has a lot to do with your ego. And it's not a bad thing. It just, it just does. But in the second half of life, it should be much more about allowing things rather than pushing things. In a lot of cultures, that's the way it is. In our country, not so much, right? We keep pushing, 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 pushing. And your body just wasn't designed to do that. So what's the sign that your body maybe is giving you? So where do you maybe need to pump the brakes a bit or just realize that, that you don't have to feel the way that you're feeling? I've talked about this before too. Like stop pretending like you don't already have that trophy, like we're still chasing the same trophy of achievement and recognition and all of that stuff when you've already had it. Most of the people that I talk to are really successful people. And it's like, man, we, you already have the trophy. Like you already have the trophy. So now if you want to achieve something, come at it from a different angle. And now it's not about pressure from the outside. Now it's like, like being led from the inside. You're like, okay, now I want to achieve this thing, but I want to do it kind of for the right reasons. That's not going to burn me out. So for me, I'll give you an example. So I started this podcast uh, a couple of months ago. And if I do something, I want to do it better than anybody else on the planet. And what I realized about like doing podcasts or anything like this, it takes a while, you know, just to, you got to learn what you're doing. And it takes a while to get it out there to people and, and all of that. But but I want to do it really well. So I, I could literally stay up till three o'clock in the morning reading a blog post about how to do a better, you know, uh, cross search or, or, or sorry, uh, like a cross post to all the different social media outlets. And then I'm like, well, I gotta, I gotta get on LinkedIn and then I gotta hook up with this person. And then I gotta do this and then I gotta do that. Oh man. And then I, I, I definitely have to have a PDF. And, I, and it's like, I was just driving myself crazy. And I just decided, you know, I was, I was talking to my wife and, and she's like, man, you're, you're a mess. What's going on? And I said, I just, I feel like I got so much on my plate and I just, all I did was pump the brakes. I just said, I'm still going to do the podcast. I'm still going to get it out to people, but I'm going to do it for the reason that I even started this thing for in the first place. It was just helping people, not like trying to become the number one new and noteworthy on iTunes, which is what, where my brain goes, right? So I just pump the brakes and I know when I need to pump the brakes. So, so here you want to start noticing when you start getting a certain way. So you don't spiral downwards too much. Like here's the way I know that I'm starting to, my cortisol levels are getting up and my neurotransmitters are getting jacked up. The first thing is I get really needy. And, and my wife and I talk about this, like, I'm like, I'm looking to her for validation. I don't feel confident in myself. I just feel like kind of a needy mess, which is not good, not attractive. Uh, my mind is racing a lot and I need to just refocus. So I, I get kind of needy, negative, and I just feel like I have too much on my plate. So I don't know if you can relate. I just feel like I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to get this done. I got to do that. And that's just not any way to go through life, right? So, um, so for me, what do I need to do then? I need, I need to go back to my midday reset which I talk about in episode one, if you haven't listened to that. So how to beat that, that midday crash, that afternoon crash. So I start making sure I focus on my midday reset. Um, I start, you know, decreasing, uh, anything like stimulant wise. So decreasing alcohol, sleeping more. And then I focus on what I call the dream 2.0, which is where I sat down and said, okay, here's what I want the rest of my life to be about. I don't want it to be about pushing and striving. And I don't want it to be out of fear and anxiety. I like, I want to be, somebody that is um, grounded and, and I'm attracting things into my life and I have a joy in my life and I have like a zest for life and I'm looking forward to every single day. That's what I want. I just, I just refocus on that. So hopefully that gives you an idea of the physiology and what's going on there. Now, all you need to do is identify like, where is this chronic stress coming from? Especially like, where are you putting it on yourself? 
where are you putting on yourself? There's, there's the concept of masterful boldness, which is like, where can you just show up today? Instead of having to always be on, where can you just show up and trust that all the work that you've done on yourself and, and all the, the ambition and everything that you have in your life has worked, right? It's created something in you um, that is going to draw things and attract things to you. So where is that stress coming from? Where can you give yourself a bit of a break or where do you maybe need to pump the brakes and just let things happen for you? Uh, this would be a good time to just, I wanted to hit a story that I had heard from, uh, this is a guy named Derek Sivers. He wrote a great book called anything you want. And it, the, the, the title of his blog post is, um, is slow down, right? Slow down to accomplish more. I believe it is. And he talks about a bike ride that he used to do in California and he would go down, I think to Santa Monica and, and he would, he would always ride this this specific bike ride and he would just do it at a you know normal normal pace and he would also get like always get like 17 and a half miles an hour or something like that and yeah it's called relax for the same results and this could this could work for us so relax for the same results so he he would ride uh down down the path and he would do like you know like i said say 17 and a half miles an hour and then one day he goes out there and just busts it you know and just crushes it and, and he's, he's like, I want to go as fast as I could possibly go. And he gets back and he realizes that he only did like 17.8 miles an hour, which is hardly any faster. For all this huffing and puffing and stress, he realized I could go out there and just enjoy myself and get almost the same result. So that's the question for us. Like, where can we slow down a bit and get almost the same result, right? Where can you just show up? That's all I got for you today. Um, as always, if you're not already subscribed on Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher, you can go ahead and do that. And then uh, share this with people that you know. One thing I, I've been discussing with a lot of uh, contacts I've had with just people listening listen to the podcast is a lot of people don't, especially men for whatever reason, don't want to admit that they're dealing with this, right? They, they don't want to admit that they're dealing with the anxiety or the burnout or the fatigue. Um, so, you know, Get this out to people that that need to hear it. Just tell them, hey, there's some cool stuff on here. Uh, share the Facebook group. So we have we have we have the the Facebook page, Burnout to Breakthrough. You could share the Burnout to Breakthrough net, which has all of the all of the uh, podcasts you know playing on there. Um, and you know the email list, the emails that I send out. Share those with with other people because there are so many people, men and women, going through this that need to just get refocused and realize that they already have that trophy and really free themselves to live the life that they were designed to live. So that's what it's all about. All right, until next time, this is Dr. Eric Shoemake. Let's turn that burnout into a breakthrough.